Hello, everyone. Welcome to our episode eight recap of Survivor Calgary Brains versus Bronze versus Blitzkrieg. Kendall, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling a little sad. It was an emotional end to the episode, but I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I think this is this is a fun episode because there's a little bit of editing tricks that kind of went on with this one. I will say. Um, we're going to have Kristen on later to discuss with us. Katie is unfortunately unavailable to do an exit interview with us. Um, but just so the audience knows, Kristen was well aware that this idol was a fake um, in making the decision and how she would approach kind of approaching the Braun tribe uh, and all of all of the different factors there. Um, but the episode was way too obvious if we didn't do anything. So <laughs> we, we mixed it up a little bit to try and add some suspense to the uh, to the final the final product. Yeah. Um, what was kind of your impression of the episode? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that the writing was definitely on the wall. I, yeah, I, I fell for the suspense. I didn't know that, that like, her, like how it was all, how it was all going to shake out. So even though the writing was on the wall, he still was like holding out hope. You know that. Well, you don't want anyone to, anyways, hoping that there would be. That I mean, it would be spicy. One person who you're hoping goes home. There is one person. Yes, that's correct. Actually, yeah, you're right. Um, you're correct. Yeah, there is. I think Katie and I were on the same page about that. Uh, so for sure. But um, yeah, but it was a, it was, it was a, it was an interesting one. And I think that the like this challenge, I think, is probably has been my favorite challenge a couple seasons in a row now. So you really yeah. get to see kind of where the dynamics lie and kind of. Maybe not the reality of, of things, but certainly the player's perception of how things are going. Mm -hmm. um, where we see like some interesting things, like Eric as the person who most people trust with their life, but only Sydney kind of realize that. Um, yeah. We see Connell and Katie picked like endlessly as these people who people don't trust. Um, these two specifically, um, and then we do see um, Kristen. Um, kind of nominated here as uh, the person least deserving of making it this far. What do you kind of think about this, Bryce? Um, I felt sad. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I felt sad. And then I, I think I I felt confused by it when I first saw it. I, I was yeah. really surprised to see it because I think I knew a little bit more about kind of what was going on behind the scenes and how she had been working um, to kind of work things on the Boast Tribe. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the perception at this point in the game, and we do see it a little bit. Um, kind of people talking about it otherwise is that Kristen was kind of tied to the hip of Keegan um, and at this point hadn't really formed her own identity in, in the game. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that this is the trick, um, like this is the balance when you're playing, uh, when you're, when the, your, your kind of social game and like what you're playing is um, trying to be underestimated and laying low. Right. And there's a balance between, um, I think especially like at this stage in the game, there's a balance between, um, yeah, like those places where you're, you're laying so low that people think you're coasting and you're not laying low enough that people start to kind of sniff you out. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Or that you're laying so low that people think you're a snake in the way that people are picking up on Taylor. Right. As also yeah. playing kind of a, well, he's very game. much trying to just like lay low in the grass. So he doesn't really have an alliance with anyone. He's just yeah. kind of, he's just that kind was, of, he's like, it looked, fun. 
it, sorry, it looked fun when you just yeah. like your, your eyes there. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, he's laying super low. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of been his plan the whole season. So good on him there. Um, what I do want to ask kind of um, about this, your perception of this very strange relationship between Connell and Katie in the game so far. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know that we saw um, saw this, this, what would you even call it? Like, rivalry? Like, like their nemesis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't really know that we saw that um, develop because they were it on the tribe. It came out of nowhere. Well, because, and I don't know, like, if it was because they were just on the tribe that was not going to tribals regularly, like, they were after the swap, or was, did it, did it feel like it came out I mean, of nowhere? we saw it a little bit in that one episode where, where Katie, like, pulls out the, the big sleeping bag thing or whatever, right. and Tunnel pushes her over, but really, that's kind of the extent of it, where they're kind of, like, minorly poking at each other, but then this episode, it kind of explodes into, I need to blindside her, I need to get her out. I need yeah. to vote him out this sort of uh, explosive relationship between the two of them. For sure. And I mean, it feels super on brand for Connell, I think. Although I think that him like targeting his uh, chaos and like the intensity of his um, character into one person is like an interesting, interesting choice. But, um, you know, I mean, Katie got voted out and Connell's still in. So, yeah, I mean, it works. Yeah. He's still in the game, so yeah. and she's gone. So, um, yeah, that we we keep saying this about Connell too, where it's like, yeah, we're not really sure about how he's playing, but everything he wants to have happen keeps happening. It so, keeps happening. This is it, right? People he's think sitting... he's the biggest threat, and for yeah. sure. And it's funny because, like, well, I don't know is if this if you know of any cases where this happens in real Survivor, but like, it just seems so funny to me that someone that is like so clearly getting on people's nerves socially and like that people are frustrated with uh it just keeps skating just keeps skating oh, I mean, by. like that happens that... all the time in regular survivor because they're great people to take to the end because no one right, wants to nobody vote for, will them vote for them. a million dollars right right that's very fair and i guess on real survivor the stakes in some ways probably are higher of dealing with people that are getting under your skin because you have to cook food with them and you know find food, do all alone on an island where they're the only people you can talk to yeah no, yeah yeah for sure but yeah it's an interesting i i mean yeah i i can rag on connell all i want but he's made it this far and so like there's some clearly something about his game that's really working uh, yeah, I mean, and like serving other people tribe, right picking with this brawn tribe really well when yeah. you see uh eric and sydney kind of talk about his clumsiness and how they don't really see him as an interior part of that alliance yeah. um but they, they choose to keep him here and he seems to be developing some relationship with with taylor with bomi maybe that sort of thing mm -hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from there yeah. we do see also before before the challenge is resolved we see kind of this this sleeper cell is what they call it of eric shervin kayla and craig develop a little bit more um, one thing interesting to note here is when Katie was talking to Kayla, uh, kind of two important things to bring up with this conversation, Kayla seemed weary about Craig's alliances. She said, she said, yeah, I'm not really privy to all of the stuff that he has going on. What are kind of yeah. your thoughts on that? I mean, I think that I can't tell how much of that seemed to be like Kayla wanting to Katie. 
yeah and just kind of like let her down easy or like like just kind of you know make it seem like there was more um more possibility than there actually than there actually was and how much of that was um you know Kayla being honest about uh about like feeling weary about Craig's alliances but I mean also we've seen a couple times at like preceding this episode that Craig really um is very friendly and uh being real friendly with a lot of people, right? And so, go for sure. Yeah, and so that that I, you know, I also I don't think that it would be totally out of left field for Kayla to be like, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that you is. also see Katie in this conversation talk about how she has zero alliances and kind of resigns herself to this idea that, like, yeah, either I'm going to win this challenge and I'm going to be back on the oats the next the next challenge because no one wants to work with me, or I'm going to go home here. Yeah. Um, um, which is kind of unfortunate to see when when players kind of get into this state where they really know that they have no shot in the game. Yeah. Um, but I think Katie is is self aware enough to realize kind of why she was put in this position. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that it also, in some ways, was like kind of luck of the draw because Certainly. there was no way that like it, this challenge in particular happened to be like the worst case scenario kind of challenge for her in this particular position, it's right? A like political challenge where people are trying to knock out the people exactly. that they want to put out the most. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so like, you know, if it had been swapped and she had made it through last week and we had the bucket challenge this week, like who knows, yeah, right? She, she, pushes, she pushes a little harder and goes for immunity. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, I think that as much as there was, uh, she did seem a little bit, res- or at least like aware of what the circumstances are, which, is important an important thing to be i think as a survivor player i do think also there was some luck your bad luck i guess in in you know her going home at this stage because she could have been i think an underdog right like it seemed in the same way that sydney absolutely in this green tribe right off the beginning of the game she seemed to have some pretty good relationships established she had good relationship with taylor she had a good relationship with katie she had seemingly good relationships with like willow um, really, the only person who she didn't get along with on that or- original tribe was Kristen. Um, and unfortunately, Kristen is kind of the only person who has any connection to her now by the time we, we get to this vote here. And yeah. she's kind of forced to rely on Kristen to to tell the bronze, oh, I have this idol. And it's not in Kristen's best interest, so she doesn't do it. Yeah, for sure. And again, like, it sucks that it just it just so happened to be that she was the one brain who got right like who got um separated when the swap happened but then also you know we didn't see a ton of how kind of the social dynamics played out there but like yeah wasn't able to accomplish and there wasn't any re- there wasn't enough maybe i don't know there was she wasn't able to um make a close enough connection with the other folks on the yellow blue the tribe. tribe yeah, yeah. Ashton's tribe when she was well, when she was I think there. kind of kind of an interesting thing here too is rather than try and build up any social game um in this in this like post challenge sequence and I don't think maybe that this is the wrong or right decision but she's just like yeah my social game's toast I'm just going to run out into the woods to look for an idol for half an hour rather than try and see if I can figure Strong. out a plan with anyone else for sure and I mean I think that's like we basically see her do the opposite of what Keegan did last week, right? Where Keegan was like, I'm going to throw it at the wall to see what sticks. Like, I know I'm going to talk to anyone and everyone to get a name and no one was giving him one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think um, even though that didn't work out for Keegan, it doesn't mean that it couldn't have worked out for Katie. And like, 
this week also we've seen that um connell is like the name on people's lips a lot more than in the previous episode right and so you know there's maybe even more potential for her to have something like, to le- leaned into the crack right. and say right. Kayla maybe flip over or something right. like that yeah, absolutely for sure and for her to even even for her to say you know look clearly i'm gonna i'm not making it till the end you don't have to worry about me i have no social game whatever you know like play up the precarious position that she's in and talk about connell as a bigger amp up his his threat anyways there's it seems like there's some possibilities but it's hard to know definitely yeah how that would fall some other things i kind of want to talk about before we bring in Kristen to discuss the episode a little bit more um another name that was kind of on people's lips or a few people's lips was sydney um, we saw Shervin bring up Sydney as this threat that they cannot let get to the end game. So we are kind of seeing some amount of fracturing in this internal Braun group, this group of four, uh, Sydney, Chelsea, Shervin, and Eric. What are your kind of thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think that they're probably, um, probably onto something. I think it's wise for, for Eric and Shervin to be thinking that far ahead and, and like Sydney, um, has had a really good arc so far. Like she's got a real good redemption. Very much like in control now. Like we saw Tom comment on how she yeah. felt in the tribal. We saw her say to Connell that they will do what I say about the brain tribe members, which is an absolutely wild thing to for for Sydney, who was so far on the bottom just a few weeks ago, to now be in this power position to really kind of dictate where the game goes. Totally. Some yeah. interesting stuff there, and she wins this extra vote. Eric, Eric basically hands her the extra vote, taking out Chelsea instead of Sydney, and Sydney now has this extra power of um, being able to kind of uh, exert a little bit more will than some other players in the game should she want to. For sure, and I think she's yeah, I think that she's just in a in a really good spot here. Um, I'm curious to see because she has kind of like pulled herself in with the bronze, but we are seeing the fracture. Like we're seeing Eric and Shervin make a final four alliance that doesn't include Sydney or Chelsea, right? So it'll be interesting to see like how long the Kayla Craig Eric Shervin alliance can stay under the radar and like how that continues and what. Sydney and Chelsea will do. No one's caught on to it yet, um, but uh, never you never know who's kind of keeping their eyes open and, and staying aware of these sorts of things. For sure. But yeah, I'll be curious to see kind of where Sydney, how she pulls together another, because I don't think she, she already is, right? Like she's got a lot of connections elsewhere, but like how she pulls together kind of the rest yeah, of Yeah, I mean, the only person who she didn't have a connection to in the game, she just voted out. Right. Yeah. Literally everyone else she's played more time with than anyone else in the game. So yeah. um, some pretty crazy stuff there. Yeah. Um, another alliance I quickly want to bring up and want to get your thoughts on is this edge alliance between Conrad, Keegan, and Malone. And kind of this idea of working together on the edge to earn cups for yourselves. And Yeah, I mean, I think that we saw an edge alliance last season too, right? We did. And I think Keegan was part of it last season yeah. too. Specifically with, I think, Cam and Connell were his were his two that season. Right, yeah. I mean, I think that, like, it's, it, you know, uh, whatever's together, <laughs> like, whatever you got to do. I mean, I think... He's out of the game. He still wants to be playing. He's still making sure. alliances. Yeah. yeah, which is super fun. And I mean, like, you just never know. You just never know. I think it's, it's like, the edge. There's a less, there's less, I think, 
it seems to me at least like less clarity for players on what the like value of having an alliance will be like how that will serve them exactly but um I think that it's fun and uh yeah yeah (laughs) some Mm -hmm. good good comments here from Keegan about about his strategy in the edge let's bring in Keegan's alliance member former alliance member um Kristen Kristen how are you feeling after watching that episode back uh, I mean, I'm feeling okay. Honestly, like, yeah, this was like kind of one of my low points in the game, just like sort of getting not and and honestly, like, I will say 100% honestly, it wasn't as bad as I kind of I played into it for sure. But um, yeah, it was kind of one of my low points in the game when it's when it's like, you just kind of got shit on in that challenge. Um, people were not only naming you as don't deserve to be there, but also, you know, obviously, you don't taking you out, throwing water balloons at you. Um, and then your name is floated at tribal, right? So um, I was, yeah, I mean, watching it back was like, okay, well, that was an interesting time, but it wasn't near as emotionally traumatizing as I may have pushed it to seem. So. Yeah, tell me, tell me about this decision to kind of play up these emotions and and try and uh, kind of garner maybe some sympathy from the rest of the tribe. Well, like I think we saw it. Um, well, and you have to forgive me because I watched the last two episodes back to back because I've been busy, so I don't remember exactly which episode which one happened in. But we're seeing people say that I'm alone, and that's a good thing for people to think of me because then I'm not I'm not someone that they see as like being a pawn for someone else. Um, I'm not someone that they see as having too many strong connections when in fact, I actually think I had enough kind of irons in the fire at this point that I actually felt like I had a path forward. Um, But the fact that, yeah, people, that multiple people said, I don't think Kristen has anyone. I don't think Kristen has anyone. Well, I was still like, I was still really good with Taylor. It doesn't really show it, but I think we were both going and telling people other things, but um, you know, bringing it back and we'll kind of talking about, about future episodes. I can. Yeah. So like we were kind of like telling people, talking to people and saying whatever we had to, to seem like we were okay with not being together, but like we were pretty solid and like um, I had, I was good, pretty good with Sydney. And I actually think like she was saying in this episode, like people are going to watch this back and be like, you know, she's been lying to everyone. And I'm like, I actually, to be fair, I, like I did kind of let her off the hook um, in advance and said, you know, I know you can't 100% tell me everything all the time and that's okay, but I just want this door to like kind of always be open, right? Um, so I always felt like, like I- thing to Chelsea as well. Yeah, exactly. So I felt like I was like kind of building these little things and obviously had a little bit of sway with Eric where he wanted to keep me around as well. So it wasn't ideal being the split boat there, but I, all in all, you know? Definitely. Tell me about this decision, um, the decision-making process of kind of, Showing up, talking to Katie, her showing you this this bone. Um, yep. Did you immediately think it was an idol? Like, what what kind of tell me? Tell us about how that kind of played out. Well, okay, so she like made this whole deal about how she wanted to tell me something, and I was like, okay, great, let's go talk. Um, and that's really the first one on one talk that she and I have ever had, right? To this point, I think. Um, so I was like, okay, so she's like, she's there showing me this idol, and at that point, I'm like well, either it's real or it's fake. I don't know. But if it's real, she should be okay with just taking all the votes and we can just all, she can play dead, you know? So I was kind of like, oh, okay, so we can just put all the votes on you and then you can do whatever you want. And she's like, no, I don't really want to use it. And I was like, oh, but that's fair, but like, why not? And it was kind of, that part was cut out where I pushed it a little bit more. And then she did tell me, okay, well, I have to tell you, this is a fake idol. And I was like, okay. 
So then, of course, I'm like, if it was a real idol, we could have leveraged it and done something with it to remove like a power player from the game and work together. And I think, I think that Katie and I, if that was a real that idol, that could have been the start of something. Yeah. Or if she had convinced me that it was a real idol, which I don't think her, I don't think she had the like, um, like I was asking survivor questions about it, right? And I don't know that she knows, you know, a bunch about exactly how you might like play an idol to leverage it or whatever so anyway I was asking questions about it that just you know she had to tell me it was fake so then as soon as it was fake I was like okay well I got a pretty good idea that um I might be the split so I was I basically was just like I think I told her I would say something but I, I'm pretty sure I told Taylor that she had a fake idol I did not tell her him she had an idol I think I told him uh Katie just showed me an idol um she told it's fake like it's straight up it's fake and i was like i'm not doing anything with it because um i think i might be the split so as soon as people get worried that she has an idol then they might pile more votes on me just being mm -hmm. thinking that i'm the one that'll actually go so they can keep trust with katie or and whatever. i mean the other split would have been taylor who's who you're closer with at this point in time too yeah so i just didn't want to stir anything up like it seemed to me that everyone was set on katie but i might be the split or the second choice if they thought she was unavailable um and so, I don't know, I just, sometimes you don't want to stir things up if you can help it, even if it might protect someone who's a potential ally, like, it really- if you're safe balance. right now. Yeah. Things, yeah. And I felt I was safe. I'm, obviously I got quite a few votes in that tribal. Um, I'm actually not 100% sure where they came from or if I ever figured that out. I don't know who voted who or what, whatever. But um, but I didn't actually super feel at risk. I, pre I felt pretty confident even while the votes were being read that it probably wouldn't be me but it's hard to be really confident in this game. The only so. the only vote that I am certain of at that tribal council is that Connell voted for Katie. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't even remember who I voted for. I don't remember if I voted for Katie. Like that tribal was just so nuts that I'm yeah. like, I don't remember. It was, and it was like chaos of everyone trying to figure out, like everyone was so on Katie, but then the paranoia of like, oh, what if she finds an idol she's been hunting all this time, you know? So I was worried. I just didn't want a last minute flip on like directly onto me, you know? Yeah, it so. didn't really, we didn't really have the footage to show at this episode, but um, yeah. after Katie and Bomi were eliminated from the challenge, respectively, they both were just off in the woods. They didn't even see the challenge end. They were just gone in the woods looking for idols, um, which is pretty wild to think about. Um, Bomi is hilarious here and thinking that he needs an idol and is always looking for one. Um, but yeah. Um, Kendall, do you have any questions for Kristen here? Um... I was, yeah, I was just curious about, like, how safe you were actually feeling going into the tribal and, like, whether, yeah, whether you felt like you had, um, had, the, had the connections to, um, to stay, to stay I, in the game and, like, stay in a longer term way. But I think you talked about that a, a little bit. But, yeah, how were, I guess, how were you feeling at the end of the tribal and, like, for your prospects moving forward? You had a couple votes on you. Like, yeah, how, how did you feel leaving that uh, for the future of your game? I mean, like, to tell you the truth, I for sure prefer to play from the bottom than the top. So at least, like, you know, when I know, I know I'm on the bottom. I'm, I'm, I know I'm on the bottom as soon as merge hits or close to the bottom, maybe not on the bottom. But, like, as soon as merge hits, I know, like, my swap tribe is, uh, is outnumbered. My original tribe is outnumbered by bronze. You know, like, I just, I know. So... And I don't know, like at this point, um, when making it through this tribal, I think that I, I think that I do kind of see a path forward with putting, like putting irons in the fire, like I said, with Chelsea, with 
I'm making sure my relationship with Sydney is still good with Craig, who I voted for the episode before, and yeah. like making sure yeah, he that took he that and really I, well. He did yeah. phenomenally. Yeah, <laughs> he, he yeah. Took, he took you voting for him much better than he took Connell bringing up the yeah. idea of voting for him. I don't think he blamed me. Like he he got no. the game right. He's like, I understand what situation you were in, and I was and I was straight up told, and it didn't show this in the episode before either. But I like flagged Eric down right before tribal, like at the entrance of tribal, and was like, so you're telling me that you want me to vote Craig. And he's like, yes. I'm like, are you sure this is, this is what you want me to do? Cause I was really trying to curry favor with the bronze. Right. And he was like, yes, that's what I want you to do. I was like, okay. And I walked in and chatted with Keegan a little bit, whispered to Keegan a little bit. And um, we both, like I decided I was going to throw mine at Craig just to try and curry that favor. Keegan thought he might do the same, you know? So um, yeah, like Craig took it phenomenally, but he understood what position I was in as well. So, but I really was trying to like have those conversations just to like have people see me as a long-term asset for them that right now they can kind of shit on me as much as they want because I need them, but they need to try and protect me or keep me around so that I can hopefully be useful for them later. So I was doing a lot of that and trying to put plant the seeds for that at this point in the game. And um, I think that like, I could see a path forward from here, which was nice, but I wasn't hundred percent sure I would make it through this tribal. And like in the, I think contrasting like Bomi and like Katie's approaches, my approach was I need to talk to everyone. I need to spend all my time just trying to talk to everyone. I'm not going to go looking for idols. I'm not going to seem like an idol threat. Um, I, I'm going to spend my time talking to people and trying to figure out how to ingratiate myself or what might, what might help me to make my way in. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, talking sense. about that merge tribal. Um, was there any ever consideration from from you and Keegan to throw votes at Katie um, to try and maybe break that tie? Because I know you you going into it, you thought it was going to be a four four four. Yeah, I I I know I thought about it. I don't remember if Keegan and I talked about it because he and I had very limited conversation that tribal. Like we actually did an update, like walking up to tribal, like we were just like whispering to each other, and then we were like, yeah, it was just we were whispering while we were at tribal, like. We didn't really get to debrief and like, and like, I think if we had been able to work through it, we might've been able to work it out, but it's just such a time crunch that sometimes you just kind of make the best decision you can to try and move forward. And, you know, if, and the thing is like, if I had considered voting Katie and then um, it was still all on Keegan, then it's like I burned another bridge with Katie, which we didn't have a great relationship, but we didn't. Like, you know, we we're still probably technically had some on the room. same tribe to start yeah. with. And yeah. We probably had some room to try and work. And so, yeah, like if I had, if I had really 100% understood what was going on, I, that's what I would have, I would have opted to do that because for me, keeping Keegan in the game would be great. But then at the same time, like Keegan and I obviously had a really big target together as well in this game. So it's tough to say what I, what I might have done, but, um, but yeah, definitely like it would have been some. Oh to consider if all I could do at that point was figure out what do the bronze want me to do aka Eric like what does Eric want me to do I want to curry favor with someone who I think has a lot of power and who I think I could have good rapport with um so I'm going to do that and then whatever happens from that and I was able to recover pretty well from with Sydney uh about not voting Katie like she said um but you know it would have been nice if I had fully understood what was happening but it's kind of interesting how you immediately recognized Eric as having a lot of power um, when seemingly a lot of the Braun tribe doesn't, a lot of the rest of the people in the game don't. Um, kind of interesting there. Kendall, do you have any other questions for, for Kristen before we move on to our player of the week discussion? I do. I actually have two questions. 
just about that. So um, I'm curious if at this point in the game, if you remember uh, like being on to like as a player who's pretty well socially connected and like having you're having a lot of conversations with a, a wide range of people in the game. Like if you had any sense that the Kayla Craig, Eric Sherman discussions, like if that was. I can't, I can't say that I like knew that was an alliance by any means. So I can't, I definitely can't claim that, but, um, but yeah, no, I I guess I would have to say no, honestly. I think that I didn't really, like, I knew there would be, I was assuming that there would be a lot of affinity there on that whole swap tribe. So I was kind of in my mind, I knew that all of that was kind of probably together, but, um, I also did have good conversations with Craig throughout this time and, um, felt like he and I understood that we might need each other down the road mm-hmm. and understood that we we might want to be on the same page regardless of what happens now. So right. um, no, but I guess no, they, I, they kept that under wraps from me at least, or I hadn't thought about it enough to really think about it. So that's fair. That's super fair. Yeah. And then I'm curious. So I love this challenge. I think it's super, super interesting. And like, uh, yeah, I just I just think it's a it's it's a very interesting social game. So I'm curious if there was were if there were any um, answers that came up from this game that like gave you insider information that you didn't have before. Uh, I mean, not so much. Well, a little bit information, but like I realized um, through watching like the answers on this how truly liked Sydney was, mm-hmm. and that was something that you're then able to use down the road to build her up as a target from other people. Like, you know, you can kind of say, oh, well, the everyone really likes her. Everyone really likes her. So whether and whether that's actually fully the case or not, which I, for the record, I think it is. But you know what I mean? That kind of allows you to, like, have something to work with. Um, and, yeah, like, it, it, the thing about this this game, this challenge, is that, like, you always know it's it's just the perspective of the people that are still in the game and the perspective of the jury could be really different. And the people that are going to be like doing the voting, that could be very different. Um, So, but it was interesting for me to see that like from some of the answers I got, like I was not seen as a threat. So that was something I took and ran with aside from information about other people. Right. So, yeah. And I mean, obviously it was super torn. The answer about um, who is the most likely to win or something was like four people. Um, I, it was a four-way tie of two votes, I think, if I yeah, remember like that's, correctly. That, of, that yeah, shows all over the place. That shows yeah. that no one's actually really on top, and no one really knows what's going on. Like you know, right. it's it's it, it is very fluid at, at at this point in in a lot of ways. So it was just interesting to kind of see that, but not not a lot, I guess, I could act on. But that's always that's interesting fair. info. Yeah, for sure. No, that's super fair. Uh, I'm really curious to see where your game goes from here. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun watching you. So yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Kristen, anything else you'd like to add before we uh, we bid you farewell? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I actually, when I said yes to coming on this, I didn't realize it was that episode. And I was like, oh, yeah, that episode where I'm just going to be like, oh, crap, that was a little emotional, but you know, whatever. Yeah, no, it was, it's fun. You and like, it's your advantage. So mm-hmm. I, I try to, I try to. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. So thanks for, thanks for having me. It's been fun watching it back and well, sort of fun, kind of painful, but you know. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> totally. Thanks. A, thanks a ton, Kristen. Really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Kendall. Cool. 
quickly, actually, I do want to talk about because because Kristen kind of touched on this. We saw a preview for the next episode where we see the eggs rank the players in the game. Any thoughts on on this sort of twist? I'm so curious to see uh, of like what uh, variety of ranking this will be. <laughs> like, is this your favorite? Is it a, is it a ranking of favorite players? Is it is it a ranking of like? I, I can give win? you a little bit of a spoiler. It is yeah. there's a ranking of how people see their strength as survivor players. Okay, who you so think how, the who is, is currently the strongest player is in the game ranked one to ten. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm very curious to see, uh, to see, um, what they think. And I think there are some pretty, uh, wise folks on the edge right now. People who know a lot about, I'm just thinking about Keegan, uh, off the top of my head, but there's some folks who like know a lot about Survivor. So Malone. curious to see. Yeah. Yeah. Curious to see kind of how that shakes out. And obviously I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the, like, implications of the ranking are for the game like how that you know absolutely um now we've we've talked a little bit about players perceptions of the game we've talked about the edges perception of the game kendall i now want to hear your perception of the game your perception of this episode who in your opinion is the player of the week this week okay do i get a short list this time so (laughs) list is kind of tricky this week because i feel like Everyone's kind of in the we we didn't really see any standouts because we only saw everyone kind of go after Katie. Mm-hmm. We saw a little bit of some extra play from Kristen, yeah. where she's able to kind of play up the emotional side of of kind of being put as as a non threat um, to maybe lower her own threat level even further and and also ingratiate herself in some of these alliances. Um, we saw Eric um, and Shervin kind of. Uh, maneuver such that both of their kind of core alliances might be able to go a little bit further. And then we saw Sydney fully on top of things, fully controlling the vote almost mm-hmm. entirely. Um, I think probably those would be my four. Eric and Shervin are kind of tied, I guess. Um, but curious to see what you think about that. Yeah. And I mean that I think that I, I think that there is like if I wanted to be really chaotic there, I think there's an honorable mention of Connell here where Certainly. like, I don't know how much of it is. He wasn't, he wasn't intentional. the entire time they were talking this time. So yes. he maybe had some amount of some impact. improvement for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how much of it was like intentional or. Uh, I also like, don't think I can give it to him in a week where he outed, he, he talked about Kayla as a threat in front of Craig. Right, for sure. I, I don't think, but I think that there is something again to be said about him uh, things falling in his lap a little bit, uh, regardless of how um, clumsy he is. However, <laughs> uh, I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that that's quite the choice. You know, I think that I'm going to go with Eric this week. I think that we really see him, like, solidify his role as, um, I think we get to see him solidify his role, like, within Braun to see his kind of, like, leadership and influence there, how much the other players are aware of that is like not super clear, which I think makes him an even strong and like puts him in an even stronger position. And I think he was like second choice shortlist last week. Right. And so I think that, um, I think that we can give him his flowers would, this week. Yes. I think that that's where we're going to go. Sydney's won twice already player of the week. Uh, I think that, you know, she's also again in a really, really, really good spot here, really influencing things. And yeah, we'll see kind of what the impact of that is, but um, yeah, I think we'll go with Eric this week. I, the other thing that's kind of, I think important to note about Eric's game this week is 
Um, it's obviously great to bring up the fact that Kristen is able to build these alliances and kind of build these inroads. But the fact that Eric is also building these inroads with people on the bottom and kind of pushing his game along rather than just like being comfortable at the top and, and kind of staying there yeah. um, is really super impressive too. For sure. So yeah. I, uh, I think that's a great choice for player of the week. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining me, Kendall. Do you have anything you want to say before we, uh, we end our, our recap here? Um, no, I don't. Okay. Thank you. This is great. Do you have anything you want to say, Cole? Anything, any, you know, uh, yeah. No. no, you're happy with it. I'm very, I think this, this episode was a fun one. Uh, next week should be fun. I think from now on, we're only going to get more and more kind of chaotic and interesting episodes as, as the weeks go by. Um, and we're in for a very kind of exciting and fluid end game. So um, very excited for everyone to, uh, to see. Thank you again, Kendall, for joining me. Thank you to everyone who's watching. Thanks again to Kristen for joining us for this recap. Uh, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, Bye. guys.